0: I'm gonna be making a cup of coffee later too, that sounds great.
1: Make one for me, would you?
0: Send it over the internet. We can using JavaScript! <laughs> uh. 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 That was our best cold opening ever. I really hope I remembered to record it. It's
1: Getting you down? Do you feel tired? Listless? Irritable? Is your stomach upset? Are your bowels cramping? Corneas floating? Do you have trouble just making it through the day? (laughs) Sounds like you might be living in 2019. That's okay. It happens to everyone. And now there's a cure. Yes, it's destroy all clickbait. Just apply destroy all clickbait gently to the affected area, and you will quickly feel a numb tingling that might make you feel better. Possibly, who knows? It's a free country. <laughs> destroy all clickbait contains active ingredients Adam and Ing, as well as special guest ingredients Jillian and Philby, and should not be taken internally. I'm this sorry. I
2: absolutely in- none of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know what you're doing, but I have to say that version where I only hear every third word is the funniest intro I've heard we've <laughs> ever done. <laughs> Because it also it, it's like Dumb, falling tingling. in it's falling into like a beats per minute rhythm, so it sounds like a very strange like dubstep.
1: <laughs> it's like a Gorgil M rem- track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's we'll call it ad wave. It's a new it's the wave of the future. Anyway. Clickbait <laughs> wave. <laughs> yeah. Tingling, bowels, numb, <laughs> eating. <laughs> apply. <laughs>
0: Just have Daft Punk in the background.
3: <laughs> and the and the, dude, right. the one dude's helmet just says bowels.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think we broke Adam.
1: Oh, uh, that's, that's very funny. Okay, okay Julian, uh, had
0: some so weird Jillian, stuff. you have to share the weird thing you learned, and then I have to share, courtesy of my wife, the worst yet funniest mental image I had in a long time.
3: Okay, so I I, I I, am not by any means an expert in philosophy, so I was quite surprised when I found out today that Plato was not Plato's name. Did you guys know this?
0: Oh yeah, it's, uh, y- no, it's it's his wrestling uh, nom de plure. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it literally means
3: wide man, because was oh, really,
0: like... Yeah. Yeah, pl- that's... A- Plato is Greek for chungus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, uh,
0: I also really want to point out, it's very rare that we get the titles this early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I've just... i I've been desperate
3: to talk about this with somebody it's 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 absolutely destroyed me like the only record we have of this guy is his wrestling name and it literally just translate to, translate to like oh lord he coming yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, the great philosopher for ray mysterio
3: i just want to see dave batista do a movie now where he plays plato yes, <laughs> yes. yes. And every time somebody disagrees with him, he just puts them in a suplex. John Cena is Sophocles. Holy shit! (laughs) The Rock shows up as as Hippocrates.
0: This is as as a a dialogue, bitch, are we not? Okay, we said. Oh God! Just uh, the Rock or someone holding up a plucked chicken. Behold a man. Uh, uh,
3: you- you make one false move and I'm gonna reduce you to a shadow on the wall.
1: <laughs> I'll show you the Republic.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't talks about face. his fucking turtle one more time, I've got a suplex into the <laughs> wine cat.
3: Instead of doing experiments
1: on a pig, fucking Galen just fucking, like, wrestled. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Who was, who was the one who was looking for an honest man? I'll show you an honest man. I'm going to kick your ass.
0: <laughs> Christ. that yeah, just no. blew my mind. The, I, I, I... Oh, God. The WPF, the World Philosopher Federation. <laughs> this
3: definitely it, was like... it was me. It was me, Plato. It was me all along.
1: <laughs> this definitely feels like something that should be on that Philosophy Comics uh, comic. <laughs>
2: I I just, just, like, this is, you can't yeah. see me. You can only see my <laughs> shadow on the wall. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> oh,
3: okay, okay. oh damn. Uh, so, yeah, that's, was... that's...
0: Okay, but joking aside, Batista as Plato is actually ideal casting, in my opinion. It is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
3: he's, I he's have mastered the... the art of philosophizing so slowly that no one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Is he... Yes, he's the thinking man's meathead, basically. Fact, he
3: really is, head. though.
1: He is. Like yeah, you, yes.
3: can, you can't imagine the Rock playing this—the guy that Batista played in uh, Blade Runner. Like it just wouldn't oh, work.
1: No. Well, he gave an interview, recent. Batista did, where he was literally like, yeah, I want to be a character actor and I want to make Oscar-winning movies. He wasn't, and it wasn't like wrestling braggadocio. He was very thoughtful about, I want to be a serious actor, basically. Yeah,
0: it was a and, really good, well-thought-out interview. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Batista doing
3: interviews is like when Cookie Monster puts on the fucking, you know, the, the <laughs> suede jacket and the ascot and whips those pipe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Alistair Cookie. <laughs> I, live for that shit. I had recurring nightmares about Alistair Cookie for two years <laughs> when I was a child. What? He came into what my room much? and ate me alive.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Not not not
0: Cookie Monster, the... Alistair Cookie specifically. Wait, wait, it, was, you see... it was always Alistair
1: Cookie specifically, yeah.
0: Did you have you ever seen the actual commercial that has the prototype Cookie Monster?
1: Oh yes, yeah, the Wilkins and Wilkins.
0: Yeah, the guys. one where he eats a washing machine and it's Cookie Monster with fucking teeth.
3: <laughs> oh, have you guys seen the 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 training video that uh, Henson did with the prototype Cookie Monster? He also did it on the Ed Sullivan show. So the right, Cookie, right. Monster, Cookie Monster shows up and he finds this machine and he starts eating it bit by bit as it describes the components he's eating.
0: Yeah. And at the yeah. end,
3: at the end, it goes. However, nothing short of total annihilation will stop it from be- from fulfilling its purpose. Blowing the fuck up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there were. A I like that. Just the
0: first. J- Jim Henson made the first draft of the Cookie Monster, and this is good. Like this is good. It's a monster. It's got like the teeth and everything to eat. Sit there, and then he. It'll, it'll be like comedic eating thing, and then he saw the footage in motion of this thing with teeth, and was just, "What have I done?" <laughs> what have I created?
3: created.
1: <laughs> he just looks. He just looks at it. Looks at his hands like these were not meant to create. <laughs> cookie, 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 is, cookie is the name of the scientist. Cookie's monster.
3: <laughs> Zero. <dear. sighs> okay, so so uh, James, what was your dealio? Oh
0: God! So r- driving home with my wife from. Uh, dinner on Sunday. She came up with this visual image and it was the idea for like the perfect symmetry for revenge. You know how Cruella DeVille wanted to make a coat out of Dalmatians? She just described this idea Imagine a dog like a small chihuahua wearing a coat made out of Cruella DeVille (laughs) (laughs) Just this dyed leather coat with the black and white uh, hair lapel (laughs)
2: Jesus! Oh my like
0: Glenn close
3: his face on the back. Yes. It's
0: like And I literally laughed like for five, ten minutes straight because this is the most grotesque yet adorable thing I have ever imagined.
3: That's gonna replace the whale in my nightmares.
0: <laughs> and
1: Oster cookies. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh. Alright, well,
3: we're, we're, so on the subject of cursed
1: things, yes, yeah. the, there are so many things we could segue to from that. Um, <laughs> but um, so, uh, do you want to talk about uh, just also the wanna...
0: image of Corella De finding herself surrounded by dogs, and they're all somehow holding baseball bats with barbed wire wrapped around <laughs> it? <laughs>
1: They've all gotten little blades and they're <laughs> <strapped on their laughs> finger. <laughs> She died and she went to hell, which is dog heaven. <laughs> but that's hell for her.
0: Oh god, she wakes up in hell and it's like, well, this doesn't seem so bad. It's a bright, you know, sunny field and everything. And then the camera pans down and she has a squirrel body.
2: Man. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven three, weird places.
3: Yeah. The camera pans down and she's a fucking fire hydra. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: the end the, the torments are potentially endless. It's like that Garfield cartoon that ends with the revelation that God is a cat, except God's actually a dog. So, anyway. Uh,
3: that's, that's the second most disturbing thing I've seen about Garfield this week. <laughs> the most oh. disturbing was finding out I used to like Mondays.
2: Yes. Oh, God. This, yeah,
3: was
0: yeah I happened- saw that, and I... I just stared at that for a good long while, and I swear I was disassociating, because it's like everything I thought I knew about Garfield is A, a lie, and B, I had not realized that apparently Garfield was such a cultural milestone that this would affect me at all.
1: (laughs) I only know two things about Garfield. He loves lasagna and he hates Mondays. If one of those things is false... What even is my reality? Yeah, is there
0: another early one where he, like, looks at Italian food and says, this is shit? Garfield
3: is, people. Garfield is. This is the Garfield of Earth
2: 3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's this, this weird is, sur- oh, This, this surreal is the comic
0: Bizarro Garfield. Gito. Um, uh, uh, Aaron Burr. <laughs>
2: Charles Guiteau.
1: Yeah, yeah, Guito. Oh my God, that is a deep cut, Jillian. Oh God, place. I just got
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Does For anyone want, wondering... else want to hear yet another morbid imagery thing? No, we. Ha- I'm sorry, we have to explain who
1: Charles Guiteau was. He was the one who shot President James Garfield, yes. just in case anyone was wondering about that.
0: Okay, I like to think that. Fr- I like <laughs> to think that you could get that from context. But, but no, yes, I, I, I don't agree. Think anyone would get that from context. Completely.
3: I, I, I so.
1: mean, I ju- it takes
3: I, it takes me like a week to remember that there's a President Garfield, and I've read every single comic where Garfield is photoshopped out and replaced
2: <laughs> by President <laughs>
3: Garfield.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So for morbid things, does is everyone here familiar with the Mütter Museum?
2: Yes. The what? I've heard oh, of it. what now?
0: The Mutra Museum is in Philadelphia, and it is a medical museum. It's attached to a medical college. And specifically, it highlights uh, stuff from medical history and medical oddities. Like, oh, it God. has a lot of Victorian things. things. Uh, like, Victorian specimens and remains that were donated to people for science. So there's, like, skeletons of people with congenital dwarfism or... Me- or uh Gigantism and
1: Hydrocephaly. Yeah, yeah, mega
0: megacephaly, a, a whole bunch of stuff, a lot of uh non viable conjoined twins preserved. One of the rotating things the first time I went there it is no longer there, but it had on loan It was an exhibit on Assassins and sort of the the like crown jewel of this thing was bullet extracted from the head of President Garfield that slew him and in the subtitles with brain matter still attached Oh oh.
2: Attached
1: The mighty brain of President Garfield is preserved here on this bullet (laughs) They stole President Garfield's brain
0: (laughs) They saved Garfield's brain (laughs) So pretty much, I just wanted to brag that I have seen President Garfield's brain and the bullet that killed great.
3: him. <laughs> That's great.
0: Which yeah. may be the error of Weird Flex. So, yeah.
1: I mean, what did President Garfield even do other than get assassinated? I don't.
0: <laughs> That's the only I reason Jim Davies
3: set out to chronicle.
0: I believe yeah. he did some stuff with banking reform. Was oh, he the okay. one who
2: signed the Chinese Exclusion Act that banned immigrants from China?
0: I no, that was a little later. I think I honestly Garfield was... don't know, but I remember the stuff. the The guy who killed him had like a paranoid thing where he blamed yeah. Garfield specifically for everything wrong in his life. Right. So yeah, there, yeah. there's, I mean, that's what co- I do. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing co. There's no coherent motive behind that. Yeah. But I have never heard, like, a big case of people talking other than the assassination thing of major things President Garfield has done. No. <laughs> I want <laughs> to you... say there was some stuff in probably tort reform. There were a lot <laughs> no, of
2: no lame doubt. duck presidents in oh, the 1800s. Yeah,
1: yeah n- between Lincoln and, like, FDR, it's... it's it's. It, it, well, I, I mean, I guess we know Dick- McKinley, but... Because he got like, shot. They yeah, yeah, exactly. We know them for getting shot, and that's about it. It's, William the, Henry Harrison. No, he was before that. He was like the third or fourth. He was very I early may, on. I,
0: if I may make an ob- observation, maybe the reason we don't know look, the other presidents seem unnoteworthy is because we did have basically Lincoln smack dab in the middle. Right. So for a long time, everyone's got to look like it's like, yeah, they've done some decent stuff and reform there, but. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah.
2: literally save the country. They're not Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, these are the presidents of the Gilded Age, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they were mostly in the pocket of, you know... I've, I, I, I remember an article literally writing about... <laughs> Rutherford B. Hayes as the guy who was like literally just an empty suit that the banking industry needed to fill the spot so that a reformist would not get in basically. And and he did nothing whatsoever except didn't you know... He was the first president
2: whose voice is recorded. Hayes? Yeah.
1: Oh, good for him. Yeah, It's like It's like Richard Nixon being on the moon because of a plaque.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The Rogers just sent someone up, like, just do another moon mission just to redact it. Just be like, (laughs) wait.
0: We just replaced the Nixon thing with just the phrase expletive deleted. Expletive deleted, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just a a
3: black bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Anyway. Well, speaking of outer space, that's a good segue because speaking of outer space. Uh, there's an article I I'd, I'd really like to talk about with the, the, the strong clickbait, which is um, the uh, the the ad. This is an article from uh, Futurism.com. Pepsi- I'm sorry, I Pepsi- just
0: realized what the article was. And
1: <laughs> Pepsi plans to project a giant ad in the night sky using cubesats. Pepsi says it'll use an artificial constellation hung in the night sky next to the stars to promote an energy drink and. We're going down a bit more it gets even worse because apparently they're going to use the system to promote a and this is a quote campaign against stereotypes and unjustified prejudices against gamers
0: this <laughs> On is one of those stories where I've read it once and got really <laughs> mad about it and then thought I was done but. Every time I come back to it, there's a detail that I had somehow missed or forgotten that pisses me (laughs) off even more.
3: I'm pretty impressed by by how the PepsiCo spokesperson's name sounds like a PepsiCo product.
1: (laughs) What's what's their name? Olga Mangova?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's in favor of LucasAid. Okay, just just picture this. Uh, you're, You're with your kid. You're going out on a camping trip that you've planned all month. You pitch a tent (laughs) under the stars, you look up into the night sky, and right there in front of you, hashtag not all gamers. God damn it! (laughs) Well, the crazy part is I think they said something like it's going to last
1: for like eight hours. And that's it. Like, that's all their money is buying is eight hours of sky advertising. So,
0: that's the kind of bad
3: reputation you can't, you can't, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm just sputtering in rage because there's a legit problem of space garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Because it turns out when you launch stuff there, it doesn't go away. It gets stuck in the orbit. And...
3: We said a lot of stuff there.
0: Yeah, continuously orbiting at high velocity, which makes it difficult to put in more stuff like satellites, which we need... Oh, right, gee, right. maybe
2: this is why aliens haven't contacted us There's just too much garbage they can't navigate
0: because we're the planetary equivalent of the fucking trailer home with a disabled car <laughs> up on cinder blocks and a broken washing machine in front yes i uh, think that's a good possibility it's like
3: the pacific <laughs> they, garbage they, they, patch Apollo 11, the way that we look at a haggard burrow oh
0: god
2: <laughs> and of course <laughs> like, it's in russia
1: yeah. Oh my and, and God! It's not even. It's, to me, the best part is the the spokesperson they have. It really seems like English is not her first language because she's saying things like um, uh, PepsiCo Russia Energy non-alcoholic drink, which is brand innovator and supports everything new and non-standard. We agreed on this partnership. I, they support everything put, non-standard. This sounds
0: everything. like the f- uh, okay. Uh, you've done um, what? Mad Universe. This yeah. sounds like the story... <laughs> this sounds like the cover story for a Bond villain plot. <laughs> it really
1: yeah. It's, yes. it's the bit where...
0: The... Listen to no, satellite! Is satellite is going up purely for advertisement.
2: <laughs> it feels like Les <laughs> Luthor bombing California to sell... You know, beachfront <laughs> land in Nevada.
0: No, but in this case, he's doing it to sell Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just listen to this little this little bit here
3: from the, the project leader Vlad Sitnikov. We are ruled by brand and the event: Super Bowl, Coca Cola, Brexit, Olympics, Mercedes, FIFA, Supreme, and Mexican Wall. And the
0: Mex. What? I think said. I just had a stroke because I recognize all those words, but not in the <laughs> sentence they're arranged in.
3: Yeah, apparently they are brands. Yeah, yeah.
2: The economy is
3: the blood system. <laughs> the economy is the blood system
2: of system. <laughs> <laughs> the Economy is blood system of <laughs> I don't know.
0: Are we delicious? Are, blood. Have we ruled out that this is like a very corporate sort of mixture between et and the man who fell to earth that like this is the way that they need to phone home because yeah, all of this phrasing out. like yes ads are part of blood system which being a fellow human i naturally have you know i i
2: feel kind of bad saying this but i feel like russia is like the european equivalent of florida <laughs> like russia that's man probably. launches ad into <laughs> outer space
1: yeah no that's fair that's probably fair and I i'm, mean, pretty, sure is... that... I'm
3: ahead, pretty sure that i'm pretty sure that if you get real britain at the moment is the florida
2: of oh, europe yeah. oh yeah <laughs>
0: no let's be text. honest britain is the florida's texas. mississippi i mean england is mississippi at this point <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: no it's it's texas because it wants to sec- secede from the oh, union God. that's why anyway <laughs> <Yeah. We're laughs> no,
2: Italy is Texas because it looks like a boot. <laughs> I guess no. it looks like a that was out. a dumb but joke. Texas I'm sorry. doesn't
0: look like a boot. You're right. That was yeah. a
2: stupid joke. I'm sorry.
0: I was thinking it's of Louisiana. Going- oh my god. Florida looks like a boot or a dog.
2: <laughs> oh god.
0: I'm, this I'm just
3: gonna point out. Like, have you got? Get one of the, every time anybody mentions Italy at any point to me in the last year and a half, all I've been able to do is go, Did you guys read Transformers vs. G.I. Joe? <laughs> because the climax of that book is that it turns out Earth is a transformer and its left leg is literally. Made of Italy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's beautiful. a shield
3: made of Africa. <laughs>
1: And that's
0: this is the stupidest thing ever.
1: Oh my god! And people tell me that comic is good, but
3: <laughs> it's like it's literally the way they wrote this comic was that they went, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do two things. One, we're gonna play <laughs> with the toys and see what we come up with. Two, two,
0: we're gonna take a huge hit of these whippets.
3: <laughs> no, two, we're gonna pretend we're Jack Kirby. Uh-huh. And that was the whole thing. They are just like, what if Jack Kirby played with a Transformer? What would happen?
1: <laughs> is it one of those double Transformers where, like, Mars is the face and Earth is like, no. the bottom? <laughs> no, it's not that cool.
0: Only, no, the only way they could top that is if a sequel, the other planets are also Transformers and they're together a combiner. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Jesus!
3: Jesus! <laughs>
0: they form solaris prime Yep. and he just
3: fucking kicks the sun with his big italy boot (laughs) oh my oh my god okay i'm just reading through the fucking fucking thing again because it's just so bizarre they tested it with a helium they're not even doing it for two years
1: yeah no it's it's i mean this is a scam like, there's no getting around. That's This is never happening, basically. Okay, I, I,
0: but... I... Pepsi needs to get on this and stomp out being associated with this because I literally bought a Coke rather than a Pepsi today remembering this. <laughs> Specifically for this reason. Maybe it's,
3: a, maybe it's a Cola style. Have you considered yeah. this? Cola, Intel Pro are on it.
1: Well, to be fair, you don't usually need a motivation to get a Coke instead of a Pepsi, but... Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's, I don't it's, like
0: the anise taste.
1: This seems like they just sort of said, yes, Pepsi's gonna buy... Like, as we've established, this guy likes to list brands at random, and then <laughs> it's saying it's an energy drink called Adrenaline Rush, but...
0: Which also sounds that? like a Transformer! <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And, uh, but hey,
3: you you are absolutely right. It, it sounds like it's it's some serious golden eye shit. Like, they're
1: not... <laughs> they're going to fire a laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... You're right. It's the modern Moonraker. In, moon, in the James Bond book, not movie, Moonraker, uh, the guy, Drax, the bad guy, wants to launch a missile... Uh, what, he's going to—he's supposedly to benefit humanity. I can't even remember the cover story, but it's actually going to nuke. My London. death ray will be to the benefit of all humanity. <laughs> well, that's the, he doesn't again. tell them it's a death ray. He tells that them it's takes... a family. Yeah.
3: Anyway, I'm just saying that takes me again to Transformers. A lot of things do that.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've
3: but um fucking you know Generation One cartoon. This guy invents a twenty foot tall sexy ninja robot and he <laughs> claims it will benefit mankind
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I kinda I kinda now just want that to be a thing in comics to explain something that the scientist made it insisting it would be for the benefit of all mankind and seems actually stunned when people don't see the immediate use but also realizes he can't quite put his finger on what he thought the use would be.
3: It's so
1: the movie uh, Deep Blue Sea, from what I understand it, I remember reading about, they were making the script, and they knew they wanted it to be genetically engineered sharks, but they didn't have a reason for why they were going to be making genetically engineered sharks until, like, literally the last possible moment. They had to co- that. They came up with something to do with Alzheimer's, and that was all they could
3: Because <laughs> Because sharks can regrow teeth and brain tissue. so They were like, what if yeah. you put an <laughs> Alzheimer's cure in the
2: shark? <laughs>
0: I know what you mean, but the way you phrased it sounded like the worst reboot of Double Dare. Now, we've put a is. cure for your grandmother's Alzheimer's hidden somewhere in this shark. <laughs> <laughs> you have 30 <laughs> seconds to find it. It's like saw, except it. I'm Saw Scummer. Right. I'm. And if I had not already quit, I definitely would have at this point, because this is a travesty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. On that, well, that of... note. Yeah, go ahead, Julian. Okay, okay, this is my last digression before we talk about the next article, because you mentioned, like, I have no idea what Double Dare is. I am too young and too British. <laughs> we had... We had a TV show called Get Your Own Back, and it was fucking incredible. Okay, so the premise Uh, was.
0: Okay, do you want me to explain Double Dare quick? Yeah, go for that, and then I'll. Okay, so it was a game show targeted predominantly at kids that had several incarnations, but it pretty much was split into two parts. One was like a trivia thing, like a really um, zoned down version of Jeopardy! And the core gimmick there is that you could um, bounce a question to the other team, which increases its point value, but it's one of those things where you get the points deducted if you get it wrong, and they could alternatively bounce it back to you, hence Double Dare. Um, But the part that everyone remembers is the physical challenges with typically involved things larger than they should be with flags hidden in them.
2: Oversized props and slime.
0: Yes, such as a fi- such as uh, an oversized peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a giant porcelain or paper shea nose to which you dig around for the boogers to find the thing. A- I- I'm sure a giant egg was in there somewhere, There's I want to There was a giant say. shark. There, There was indeed a giant shark, there was a game where you had where people wore a bowl attached to a helmet on their egg on their head while a family member threw eggs into it. Yeah. There's <laughs> a
3: hamster wheel. Right. Insanity.
1: And w- so what's your what's the British thing there?
3: That you're so the idea was is that there'd be you'd have two teams of ki- of two kids, right? And they had an adult they hated.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, I like where this is going. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay, and then the plan would be. No, I don't
0: think you need to go any further. I think
3: no, It gets way better. So the kid and the adult that they hate have to play games. The games are designed oh. to embarrass the adult. Whichever team has the most points, there is the, the, the adult is then stressed. <laughs> No, the adult is, is even better. The adult is strapped to a chair, which cranks up a ramp, and then when the points enough points are reached, they are dumped into a tank of gunk. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> dunk the clown. Basically. I love that.
3: So it gets better though, because then there's this twist. There was a twist at the end where a child was up and given the opportunity. The winning child was given the opportunity to win a grand prize. Right. And it was literally, press these two buttons. If you
2: press the wrong one, you are dropped into the dunk tank. Okay, but imagine you do that to your principal, and then the day at school after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shall we go back to the Cursed movie? Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know cur- about this Cursed
3: movie. We kind of skipped yeah, so, over that.
1: Yeah, so the oh. Cursed movie, yeah, we'd sort of jump around, but yeah. Okay, so um, there's an article in Forbes, and um, how a cursed film circulating Hollywood is finally making its way to the public. Uh, written by Josh Weiss. By the way, the last, uh, the other article I should credit to uh, John Christian is the name of the article who did the Pepsi, uh, Pepsi in the Sky article. Even uh, that like sounds like
0: them? a sketchy alias. I'm sorry, but everything <laughs> about this.
3: <laughs> how deep does this rabbit hole go yes.
1: well here's the interesting thing this this article about the cursed film so basically what they're saying is that there's a movie which it's not a very forthcoming article because you have to read fairly far to, for it to be clear that this is not an actual old 70s movie it's a pastiche of an old 70s movie
2: yeah it was filmed um, last year
1: yeah it's a recent movie it's been you know aired at film festivals Um, it's called Antrim, the deadliest film ever made, purported to be a cursed cinematic project from the late 70s that was lost for many years and capable of killing almost anyone who claps eyes on it, particularly obstinate film festival organizers. (laughs) Um, Now... (laughs) That's the thing, that's why this is clickbait Because as you read about it, you realize It's all a big marketing push, basically And <clears throat> I liked that better when it was called The Blair Witch Project, essentially uh, Which, again, had a supposed uh, framework of being a real thing um, I'm sorry,
0: I also have to point out That this is someone seriously doing a gimmick That was presented as a joke on regular show? <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was one of the Halloween things where they had a, where they rented a movie that was specifically, they say, no one who's ever watched it hasn't died. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) So how did they finish editing it, is what I'd like to know, anyway. Oh no, no, the
3: curse is is like, there are subordinate curses, but when you just stitch the whole thing together, you get a full-size curse.
0: Oh no, regular show had an answer to how the movie got made, if you can't see it, and... A die, and the answer is ball lightning. What? It started out as three movies that were fused together because they were struck by oh. ball lightning. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it would make sense. I did just say they technically thought through that plot hole more than the actual fucking movie. Well, did. I, th-
2: I think that's perfectly good Cartoon Network logic.
0: Yeah.
1: No, that works for me. Well, you know, there was a an episode of uh, Masters of Horror, the one I believe directed by John Carpenter. Yes, that um, actually is a good one. And it was called it was called Cigarette Burns, and it was about exactly that, but done seriously. There's a movie which only a few collectors and cinephiles have seen, which does it actually doesn't kill you; it makes you go insane and. Start murdering people, basically. So what they always it, say, movies are going to yeah, do you it, if you watch a horror it movie, it
0: changes or affects you. It has a thing because it's affected different people different
1: ways. Right, exactly.
2: Oh, by and the way, it's, it's... I, I like how the the writer slash director slash producer of Antrim is named Eric Thirteen. <laughs> I missed that. Mean... Eric Thirteen that's he stumbled his name. upon the movie. Yeah, that's. Yeah.
3: That's a fucking Jersey Shore name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I was about to say that's a uh, Teen Titans villain.
2: Yeah, it's, it's Dr. 13's disaffected son.
0: <laughs> He's a good guy, though, Dr. 13.
1: But anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically Forbes doing a marketing campaign for this movie by presenting it as if it's real,
2: essentially. I, I, I will say um, I do and- like the premise.
0: Yeah, it, I'm sure it's an entertaining movie. But... I do, but I'm go- I, I am just going to duck that it's a premise that other things have done as a joke.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's been... well, you know, uh, the 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 episode I was just talking about cigarette burns. It was written by Drew McWeeny, uh, the film critic who we may re- you may know, uh, and he actually I remember him mentioning he based it on he basically just ripped off the Monty Python sketch about the funniest joke in the world <laughs> uh, except made it serious basically. <laughs> So technically speaking, you know, and of course, before that, you have H. P. Lovecraft doing essentially the same idea. If you look at this, you'll go insane. Um, there's so actually a
3: joke so- in a British sitcom that has killed someone. Yeah, uh, in the good, you know, the goodies. I've heard of it. No, yeah. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. It's like it's like Monty Python, except there's a plot in every episode. Essentially, okay, um, yeah. it's got a body count. There's an episode where um one of the characters played by Bill Odie invents his own martial art <laughs> which involves beating people up with a black pudding. <laughs> okay. And um there's a sequence where a man is beaten up by his own uh boomerang and at least one man has laughed himself to death watching it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh for real Isn't it... in real life. Yeah.
1: In oh real my God. life.
3: He fucking he bust a he burst a ventricle and died.
1: <laughs> well, technically, yeah. I mean, I could see that. He must not have been very healthy that fellow, but I don't know. Or
0: it was a freak accident, to which I feel putting the blame on the joke feels <laughs> yeah. But you want that on
1: your resume though if you're a comedian.
0: You absolutely No, I be have a, say. Okay, but you don't want it on your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want
1: it on my are... resume,
0: but do I want it on my? <laughs> yeah, it's how it's it,
1: it's how I sold my soul to become famous. I had to. It's like that Twilight Zone episode that just aired, where you kill people with comedy, basically, uh, to get to the top. Um, but actually, which also so...
0: was a Junji Ito story.
1: <laughs> no doubt that I'm. I'm pro- so it's it's a fairly common thing for both comedy and horror apparently. <laughs> Love this idea.
0: I um, I like that this does highlight a thing that especially with um us having come out lately that it's been discussed there that the line between comedy and horror is actually fairly thin. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. it really is. <laughs> Definitely.
2: Oh, I, mean... I I'm reading about the goodies on Wikipedia. And it says, uh, the guy who died, his widow later sent the goodies a letter thanking them for making his final moments so pleasant.
1: Jesus, oh, yes. So sweet. But, but, wait a minute, that's, that's kind of a catch-22. Yeah. Is that a
0: logic? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for killing I'd like to thank my arsonist for making my last phone warm. warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the
1: Ron Todd Flanders, thank you, God, for say sending Lisa to save us from the bug you sent. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: <laughs> Speaking of sending bugs.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Good, good segue. And we have also been talking about uh things inside other living beings as well, so that's a good segue
2: good news guys, the honeybee is making a comeback
1: <laughs> <laughs> by the way news.
2: I can't read this article because it's, <laughs> I'm,
3: in, I'm in the European Union and oh. uh, for, for the time being they won't let me read it so I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the title going good fucking
1: Christ well, let me read the title for or just one of you guys want to read it for James? change someone else? oh,
0: um, I so want to do this one Okay, take it away. There's the cursed film. Oh, did we say the name of who wrote the thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we got it. Okay, this comes from Cron4, the Bay Area's local news station, which I have to clarify is an actual one despite sounding like a joke name. It's written by (laughs) Alexa May Aspirin. Also
1: real, yes.
0: Actually, now I am actually going and stopping and checking to make sure this isn't one of those fake news ones, and nope, this appears to be a real new this actually against all odds appears to be a real news site, so <clears throat> doctors find four bees in woman's eyes feeding on her tears.
3: Maybe my bees can help. <laughs>
0: Beating on her tears. This happened in Taiwan. What was originally (laughs) thought to be an eye infection turned out to be something far worse. Eh, Debatable. Let's not editorialize in (laughs) what should be a straight journalistic piece. (laughs) Uh Doctors at University Hospital in Taiwan were shocked to find four bees embedded in the eye of a 29-year-old Taiwanese woman named Hei. The bees were reportedly feeding on her tear ducts under her swollen eyelids. Yeah. yeah. She had come to the hospital after experiencing severe pain in her eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. want to applaud the writer for resisting the urge for saying that her eyes stung.
2: A oh, uh, few paragraphs down. Yes.
0: Damn it! Yes, he said... She started experiencing a stinging pain. Oh, okay.
1: Well, and the best the best part is these things are apparently, this specific species is called sweat bees, apparently. I love them on Welcome Back, Cotter.
2: Yeah, they do pollinate uh, flowers like honeybees, but they supplement their diet with uh, salt from animals' uh, perspiration. <laughs> And
1: I love the detail they put in here that they 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 nest near graves and in dark forests.
2: These are the most
0: goth bees imagine. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure this isn't the horror story that kills people?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Once you know about the Goth bee, the Goth yeah, bee yeah. will find you.
1: If you, if you keep your eyes closed forever, you'll be safe. But oh, if you, you can never open your eyes. It's reverse Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so little
2: this bar woman sweat- is going to have nightmares for the rest of her life.
0: <laughs> yeah, Good God. Sweat bees are small and known for their metallic coloring, mostly in shades of green, blue, and bronze. These bees are not typically aggressive, and sting usually only occurs if a bee is pressed against the skin. <laughs> Okay. The article what does not bee- add the obvious, such as being embedded in an eye. <laughs> yes! Okay. Oh, I, I'm i sorry, I have to love this bit, which does make the story end on a horror one note, because despite this taking place in <laughs> Taiwan, the last sentence is, nearly 50 species of tier bees alone are found in Florida. Florida, of course. <laughs> like, the this news story ends there, but could it happen to you? Or you? Or you. <laughs> so guard your eyes, citizens. The next time you blink, there could be a bee in there. This <laughs> is a news story that technically has the same ending as Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's,
3: it's, the, no. it's more. It's more. More like the same fucking. It's the same ending as the the remake of um uh of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatch. <laughs> right. Right.
1: The bees—they're in your eyes. No, or possibly the Nicholas Cage Wicker Man. Not no, not the bees. Not the bees.
2: bees. My
1: God, <laughs> it's, it's full of, of bees. bees. <laughs> A deadly bee weapon. You know, you know. This article does not explain specifically how she got the bees in her eyes she thought oh no like, no no it no, just... does
0: she was pulling the weeds and got dirt in her eyes oh, oh, from pulling a weed water. up and uh it's a little vague but from the context and what i know i'm presuming that they are solitary uh ground nesting bees okay which means that presumably she got them then stuck in the eye i i i wish it went into more detail cuz i'm curious if they went in, like, just fully there
1: by accident, or... I want to know how to avoid
0: this at all costs. Or if what I kind of thought might be what it was there, that they were actually, um, in pupa. Right. And got, and hence why she didn't see an obvious bee to wash out and just got the pupa embedded in her eyes, to which the bees later emerged from. That's
1: almost certainly it, I think, because they must have been, yeah, like prepared to hatch rather than literally crawling bees. I like to think you would notice if bees were being rubbed into your eyes and they were squirming around. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't this a scene in Prometheus? Possibly. (laughs) Don't pet the bee, Philby. Don't (laughs) don't smoke pot and pet the bee on an alien planet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) shit now we have a contender for the title don't pet the bee (laughs) don't pet the alien bee i also have to say due to both loss and the other stuff talking there this may be the first episode that i'm gonna have to ask adam to record a content warning at the beginning
1: (laughs) not a bad idea
0: (laughs) we are
3: horrible people
1: yeah yeah hey it's not our fault it's society man it's what we're exposed to.
3: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm just cracked here, man. Anyway. I've just cracked open the uh, champagne one and I kissed.
1: Yeah. Oh. yeah. So we've got one. The reason I brought that up, this is a pretty benign one. Okay, so we'll move on to the champagne one here. Um, champagne, uh, you're drinking champagne the wrong way. Oh, where's that? Where's that,
3: uh... It's It's not gonna... It's a tiny one. It's under the one about yeah, the I situation. Yeah,
1: one,
0: so I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is... The the main reason uh, that I... Uh... Yeah, here it is. You've been serving champagne all wrong. And it's very much sort of a benign lifestyle thing. But here's the thing. I saw someone, um mentioning this on twitter so i went googling around for this article the funny thing is there were about eight different articles from like scattered throughout the last 10 years all saying the same thing you have been serving champagne wrong this entire time you're not supposed to serve it in a flute by the way oh the article sorry to give credit it's on msn.com it's by betty gold it's a lifestyle thing um you're not supposed to put it in a champagne flute. You're supposed to serve it in a regular wine glass so that it has the correct nose and has a different smell and has, it absorbs the air properly and all the wine snob stuff basically. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was funny that like eight different articles on the same subject have been published over the years. So this is definitely a, quick go-to when you're uh, a culture or food writer and don't have anything to write about.
2: Yeah. That was the most bourgeois thing I've read all week.
1: It's pretty bourgeois.
0: Yeah, how big of a dick do you have to be and go to people, actually, you're drinking the champagne wrong. (laughs) I do like how they fit the phrase champagne
2: region of France.
0: Of course. Oh, of course. I'm surprised they didn't specify, you know, it's only an actual... Uh, no, they do, they do. comes from the champagne, oh, of course they did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that... everyone knows that
1: at this point, so now they have yeah. to go to the next level and say, and also, you're not serving it correctly.
0: And also, you're supposed to drink it with your butt. <laughs> you're not supposed to drink it, you're
2: supposed to inject it into your vein.
0: You're not it's supposed a... to use glasses, you fill water balloons and throw them at each other from across <laughs> the room.
2: And it all comes back to Double Dare. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just looking you know, at the top of this.
3: Fight. I've just spotted a really good clickbait article at the top row of MSN though. Puffy planet discovered in the Kepler 47 system. <laughs> okay.
0: P- Puffy planet.
3: Puffy. 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 I'm, I'm sending it in. I'm okay. sending it into the you, boy, you, you You guys. Yeah.
1: I'm sure it just looks puffy and is not, unless it was discovered by Sean Puffy Combs, perhaps. I don't know.
0: I mean, um, they have they have found a planet that they're fairly certain is almost entirely diamond.
1: Yes, I love that, and my favorite detail of that is that it resonates. So if you were there, you would hear it singing in outer space. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But this is Kepler forty-seven. Uh,
3: it's the third planet around Kepler forty-seven because they just it, they they knew about two of them, um, and this is this is the the puffy one.
1: Gas giants with a large size but fairly low de- density. The puffiest <laughs> planet
3: in our solar system is that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is much denser, so it's basically a big
0: old ball of gas.
3: I just i just find it very endearing that they're describing astronomical bodies as puffy
0: i, I can kind of see it. that's not as clickbaity as i thought what i might want to point out more to interesting is that i actually think that uranus does not count as a puffy ball of gas, gas. <laughs>
2: keeping it classy
0: yeah <laughs> and it that's how i all. died Ding
1: is doing all the dad jokes today <laughs> Even your wife is horrified by that I can tell I can It's not her. my
0: wife No, okay, somebody else Someone else is a... Someone new and unique is horrified by me Today's time We're just bringing people in To,
1: to groan at Ding's jokes today
0: uh, so some filler there. I did see somebody put up, not exactly clickbait, but interesting nonetheless, Charlie Chaplin's corpse was stolen when he died.
3: I, I had heard this.
0: And ransomed back, basically. Really? Yes! When when did he
1: die, by the way? what When was that?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. you're asking me for more information than I have on hand. Well, here's the thing. Ch- I know Charlie Chaplin was
1: spectacularly popular during the height of his career. Like, he was the biggest movie star in the world for a little while there. Uh, And so I can absolutely believe people would be able to, you know, make money from that. But I thought by the time he had, you know, he'd he'd ended his career, and I'm guessing he died in the 50s or 60s or something. 1977.
2: Wow. Yeah,
0: see, I I don't feel like that would have been... A- You're right, there's no reason why it should feel like an odd time to steal Charlie Chaplin's corpse, but it does seem very, fairly late to steal Charlie Chaplin's corpse.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little late in the game. Okay, let's...
3: <laughs> What's the situation, guys?
1: <laughs> uh... Yes, uh... I... Listen... Yeah.
2: <laughs> Took Go me ahead. a second.
1: This is actually my first exposure to uh, Mr. Mike Sorrentino, aka Mr. The S- I,
0: please. Mike Sorrentino <laughs> was his father. <laughs>
1: Mr. Situation with my father. Okay, yeah, I've me got, me. got to
3: read this. I've got to read this headline because it starts bad and gets really ugly and then it takes a swerve into the nightmarish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, the situation, the guy from Jersey Shore, he's yeah. prison buddies with the guy who founded Firefest, and the guy behind the fappening. <laughs> do
0: you guys remember the fappening? I do. I do. I don't, but I feel I can pretty much get the gist of it from context clues. It's not, No, it's, it's much worse than, than you think. Than yeah, yeah, I was, was going to make it joke. than joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a theme of this episode.
3: <laughs> it's that, uh, it's basically it was the whole thing where a shit ton of people's nudes got leaked Uh-huh And, you know, therefore they were hosted for a significant period on 4chan, 8chan and it, the Of works. course
0: they were Uh,
3: and that was the fappening
0: Of course
1: And the guy went to jail, at least, which I didn't know that he'd gone to jail, so that's good, I guess
3: This, this article, by the way, is on uh the A V Club? Yes. I the news section. It's by Randall Colburn. Yes. Which is a pretty cowboy name. I like it. Yeah.
0: So before we go on any further, is there any way we can summarize this story other than shitty Legion of Doom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. The, the the I mean The Legion of Douche?
3: Uh, right, right, yeah, right, right. we can summarize it with the, the, the point that, yeah, the situation is in the middle of an 18-month sentence, um, while the others are, are into a six-year step, um, and they have both described it as, ha- uh, depressingly, as having no bar.
1: Yeah. As well as access to video chat and the option for plentiful visits. This is definitely a rich guy prison, basically. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. This, is, this is the Club Med.
1: Yeah, this is where uh, Jordan Belfort went in, after, at the end of Wolf Wall Street, um, and so apparently it's just. And I, 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 li- I actually linked to one. A, I wonder if this is the same place Martin Shkreli ended up, Shkreli or whatever his name is, <laughs> because there was an article I we I actually had it ready for a show we didn't use it. Uh, but a few weeks ago uh, about how apparently he's now building up his prison cred. Martin Shkreli thinks this is the guy who, uh, you know, jacked up the price of pharma- life saving pharmaceuticals um, and he's going to use that One of. and he's making connections supposedly that he thinks is going to help him when he gets outside. Now, that guy's so self-sabotaging, I feel like even in a low security prison, he's going to get stabbed or something. But who knows?
3: It's that Batman's gonna show up and brand his ass.
1: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Very that yeah. Those are the people Batman should be branding. Basically, they should. Have. Except that then they'd be cool though. Like somebody pointed out about that movie: if you've got a Batman brand on you because Batman caught caught you, and it's supposed to be like a bad thing and that will mark you for life, but doesn't that just make you look awesome? That
0: Batman yeah, shouldn't you that increase you have... <laughs> your credits? Like. The movie's
3: not quite clear enough about it, but the reason that people get bat-brands is because they do things like human trafficking and pro- and uh, child molestation. You know, the stuff that would get you shipped anyway if people knew that's what you did.
0: Uh, okay, alright, Yeah, fair but enough. it's still a needless detail because, again, that's confusing the proximal cause, and I still feel like that would get you more... Even then that would get you more cred because it was, hey, you were taken down by the Burtman. Man. I yeah, mean,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, just the proximity
0: to Batman. For being a human traffic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's not the same. It's like, what are you in for? Armed robbery. Okay, it's a like, big deal. What are you in for? Armed robbery, and I was taken down by Batman in a huge shootout. There's a yeah. difference.
3: I wouldn't brand you if you were in a huge shootout. You'd only brand you like, morally, abjectly yeah,
1: disgusting. Yeah. I guess that's the idea. Well, you know, what would be great for that would be if it was like, like, Brother Power the Geek or like someone really bad and they brand you and then it's like, who caught you? Brother Power the Geek. And then you
0: get beat up, right? <laughs> just get the lamest bouncing superhero. boy yeah. yeah damn it I was going to do the joke prison's really tough for the people who go in with the bouncing boy brand <laughs> it's just that you've yeah. got your face
3: blown up like you've been hit by an airbag
1: <laughs> well that's the 30th century they're all enlightened and uh and reasonable when that happens the prisons are probably not very oppressive in the
0: 30th century <laughs> the bouncing boy brand is a temporary tattoo <laughs> It says
1: motorcycle.
3: <laughs> no, it's like it's it's a it's a bumper sticker. It's a bumper and sticker, it's,
0: and it's just his face giving a thumbs up.
3: <laughs> I was caught by Bouncing Boy.
0: <laughs> Bouncing Boy gives you the T-shirt. I did a crime, and all I got was this T-shirt from Bouncing Boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could sell that on eBay. That'd be something.
3: I would I would absolutely want to wear a shirt that said, I got caught by Arm Fall Off Boy, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> uh, Arm Fall
2: Off
3: Boy. I mean, Arm Fall Off Boy is now, like, widely known in the UK, because they mentioned him, Harry Levi uh, for Shazam. So, like, all the middle-aged people who watch the one show, which is the most terrifying program in British television, like, you know like sat you know like um, morning talk shows, right? Mhm. It's one of those, but it runs at prime time. Okay.
2: And it on just... Fall Off Boy was on prime time? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He's made it, man. He's made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, as, was I
0: Mr. Blobby Inge- one of the other guests? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they don't-
3: they wouldn't do that to us. Not again. <laughs>
0: My favorite thing with the Mr. Blobby hoax is one of how absurd they went with it with building a fucking theme park and hotel around it, and two, that people see that horrifying thing and go, Yeah, that seems like something the British would unironically come up with. (laughs) Yeah. So, wait, what is what is what do you mean it's a hoax? What's that? How is it a hoax? Um. It was a hoax they would play on celebrities telling them that they got a shot being a guest spot on this kid's show, but it would be a different celebrity in the Mr. Blobby costume, and while they were trying to do a take for the script, they would be basically annoyed until somebody screamed at Mr. Blobby upon which they uh, revealed the ruse.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. it I was basically he... good. Yeah, it's basically just how, how easily... It, it, it was there to expose how easily pissed off children's entertainers were.
0: Okay, but to be fair, I think that fucking Gandhi would drive a knife to the hilt into Mr. Blobby. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Leave Mr. Blobby alone, he was trying his best. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I but I do like that you have something so blatantly horrifying and inappropriate for children, and ev- and even other British people go, yeah, that sounds like us. <laughs> it, it really
3: does. Yeah, it does. It's like trying to explain booba.
0: I <laughs> don't know what that is. Uh, either. Uh, it's
3: it was the same person who made Teletubbies. But there it's was... like oh.
0: for uh, infants rather than. Yeah, just
3: just morbidly obese, like butt plug looking creatures that that did aerobics
0: and fly by farting.
1: Yep. Okay. See, that's a real thing, so why would you yeah. not
0: expect... <laughs> oh, fuck, I, I forgot I didn't prepare any anime or not this week for Adam. <laughs> oh, no. And if I had thought about it, we could have just done British children's programming <laughs> or not. I can do that. I can do that.
1: Yeah. Alright, so you know how that works, Jillian? See if you can do it. It's, you give me, you give me two real ones and one fake one, and I have to guess the fake one, basically. Okay.
3: Okay, so here's, here's three British, British, well, if you guys talk for a while, I'll come up with one.
0: Okay, so we'll come back to that. What okay. the fuck were we talking about before? We were going to I I realize before, I complained about this last time, but, fuck it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, uh we were talking, we were talking about, um, the situation, and, oh, uh. Oh,
0: right, the Legion of this.
3: Yeah, the Legend of Douche. And, and speaking yeah, of Douche,
0: it, it, it says something for how bad these people are that it makes me not feel bad for somebody in prison. Yeah.
3: Right, though.
0: Um, well, still...
3: Abolish the cast sedate, except for Snooki. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Snooki's okay. She's not in jail. She's fine. But yes. Um, Yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, they all made millions of dollars off that show,
0: apparently, so there you go. Um, also, there are the three mugshots they got there, and if you shuffled them around and told me they were all of the same person, I would believe it. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I had never experienced the situation. I I didn't realize he was such a. He's he's kind of a nerdy looking guy. I thought he would be like some like <sighs> ultra ripped you know meathead, but he's well, he like might meathead, have been ten was... years ago. No, I I actually watched clips of the show uh, to prepare And he's always been kind of Why? Because I wanted to see what this guy was like in action And what he sounded like (laughs) That's my first exposure to Jersey Shore, by the way I had literally never seen a, a frame of it until now But the things I do for this show, what can I tell you?
0: So here's the thing, people from Jersey pretty much universally hate that show yeah, I feel <laughs> like
2: the state of New Jersey would have grounds to sue MTV <laughs> for defamation.
0: Well, yeah, and one of the things po- is, I assure you people will point out is that they're not pe- actually Jerseyans, they're from the island. Oh, of
2: course not.
1: That's, okay. Is that, is that <laughs> where is the- Long Island? The-
0: yeah, Long Island or Staten Island. Oh, really? People refer to well, it. Well, that's yeah. not Jersey, that's New York. No, it's New York, which is <laughs> the thing there. This is an unfair to tar an entire state. Besides, we all know they're New Yorkers and that's why they're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's
1: like, keep quoting the Seinfeld thing where she's like, she finds out Jerry's date isn't actually Asian, and but he has been giving her advice. She's like, I'm not taking advice from some girl from Long Island. <laughs>
2: Besides well, they... if New Jerseyans want someone to embarrass them, they've got Kevin Smith.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh Kevin Smith We're moderately proud of Kevin Smith. He became We tried <laughs> to ignore his later movies and just remind people eh yeah, Dogma was good. <laughs> At least he
2: <laughs> Yeah I, I I'm horrible for saying this, but I liked Jersey Girl.
1: Yeah, Jersey Girl wasn't bad. It's
2: I'll go sit in the corner be... <laughs> of shame.
1: Yeah. That's okay. I'm not going to shame you for that. He seems like a nice enough guy. He just doesn't really, as he just doesn't make very good movies, unfortunately. Anyway, he is kind of the inaugural podcaster. He didn't even have a podcast. He just went around doing speaking gigs. But yeah, and he's and he's an and he's an honorary Canadian essentially because he loves hockey and talks about Canada all the and and uh, Degrassi Junior High. He's he's obsessed with (laughs) Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> he, if I'm not mistaken, he directed an episode of the new Degrassi because he loves the show so much. No, he appeared on the show. That's what it was. He guest starred on Degrassi, the new Degrassi show. Are, are we and, sure what, that
2: what? he isn't from Canada? But his parents put no. him in a rocket, and it landed in Melrose. <laughs> <off, is he? laughs>
0: in like a, a a rocket made out of pine logs and fueled by maple syrup. <laughs> you can be a great people, Kelly. You just need someone to show them the way. (laughs) The what, eh? Yes,
1: that's exactly what we sound like.
0: Hey, I haven't made fun of New Jersey accents. It is not. That was bad even (laughs) by my attempts. (laughs) Oh, hey, look at me. I'm from New Jersey here. Hey, hey, I'm from Jersey. I'm being all Jerseyists. Hey, that's that's closer to Brooklyn, but.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm bad at accents. What can I say?
2: Uh, I think on. we've established that other people's idea of what Jersey sounds like is actually New York.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's enough crossover, but as pointed out, the closest I've seen to kind of just the feel of Jersey being captured very well was um, Bob's Burgers. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. That does take With... place in, I think, Atlantic City. Yeah,
1: well, it they don't say... It doesn't it's...
0: have any place. It's a fictional location, and the like, the architecture is influenced by uh, San Fran, but, uh, like, from a lot of accents of the way of speech. It's well, you yeah, know, right it's right? like how Steven no Universe character.
2: is set in, in Maryland.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: well, yeah, no, well, between uh, Linda's voice and the fact that it's kind of a northern but seaside state, and as you say, they have an island just like New Jersey does, uh, that are where all the rich people go to. Anyway, there's enough clues that it's yeah. almost certainly set in New Jersey. They just never actually established that. But, yes. Yeah. You know, my favorite one of those where, like, they never established the setting but it's very clear is, uh, I think, the fifth Night of the Living Dead movie, uh, Land of the Dead. No, not Land of the Dead. Is it Land of the Dead? Yeah. Um, it's the one where they go to the island. Uh, and it is very blatantly... Uh, it's set in, the, in Newfoundland. <laughs> like they all have Newfoundland accents, like one hundred percent. It's it's they're all kind of vaguely Irish or Scottish, which is what Newfoundland is like. It was all Irish and Scottish, you know, settlers who uh, set up Newfoundland. Um, and it, they never say that in the actual movie, but. I actually saw the premiere at the Toronto Film Festival with George Romero, and he said, yeah, it's a Canadian movie. So you could fill in the blanks. (laughs) That's the only horror movie set on Newfoundland, basically. (laughs) Um. Which is funny because I
0: mean I liked I prefer to imagine that any movie is set in Newfoundland unless it's explicitly <laughs> contradicted.
1: Speaking of Newfoundland, is the Florida of Canada? If you were wondering, it's still very tame, obviously. But if there was if we're going to point to a Florida for Canada, it's definitely Newfoundland because that's the place all the other Canadians make fun of, basically.
0: But not, not like Labrador. That's not that's not Alberta or Toronto. No, well, they make fun
1: of Toronto, but Toronto's like the New York. Now, Toronto's like the New York if New York wasn't that interesting or cool, but it thought it was.
2: <laughs> That's what Toronto out, is. is Alberta, I get the impression, is like the Texas of Canada. So Portland. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Alberta's definitely the yeah, the, the Texas, yeah, for sure. Oil boom. It's all the all the wannabe cowboys, all that kind of stuff. Um The Out West is the yeah, the backwoods of Canada. And the and British Columbia is the California of Canada, basically. Vancouver's the L.A. of Canada. Where (laughs) all the hippies live. If you have to compare everything. But yes, Toronto gets... Which we do. (laughs) Toronto gets made fun of for being... It's
0: Americans. We can only conceive of things in relation to ourselves. (laughs) That's right,
1: yes. Hey, what's the Florida of the U.K., Jillian?
3: (laughs) The Florida of the U.K.? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just the total mess place. I'm pretty sure... It's gonna be like Birmingham. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We don't really have anywhere that's as completely depressed. Uh, oh,
0: you're too classy. Doesn't really? Work. My bet was gonna be Scotland.
3: No, Scotland's no. a country. Scotland's <laughs> yeah. way too cool for that. Uh, yeah. I
0: mean, Glasgow is
3: famous, I suppose, yeah. for drunken brawls. Right. Yeah.
0: Right, that's why I was gonna say. Okay, Glasgow is clearly that, the Florida. The trouble with the of the, UK. U- the trouble with the UK is it has like
1: centuries and millennia of history, and it's all like like so. The whole point of Florida is that it's like fifty years old, and it's all strip malls and pink painted
0: like <laughs> and attracts people due to its notoriously lack of uh, enforcement of yeah uh,
1: regulations and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
0: And um, fuck. What am I thinking of? Uh, child support. Yeah, there we go. <laughs>
1: It's a, it's, it's for drunken people who, like, drunken Southern people who, and a, co- a combination of, yeah, like, party goers and Southern. Retirees. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It does okay, depend- so are you,
3: are you braced for your, your, what, which of these, you know, fake, or, you know, UK or fake A?
1: Okay, all right, yeah, let's do it, yes.
3: Okay.
0: I like that this is one we can all play now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me me just brace myself. A team of, um, a team of superhero numbers who live inside a vaguely defined space base and can manifest out of any number in the real world uh, solve problems created by a ghostly blob and a spoon. Okay. Okay. A cartoon child is adopted by a real family after being dumped on their doorstep and gets into various mishaps. Okay. 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 And uh a uh hang on. I knew this one a minute ago. Oh yeah, and a mute blank-faced, large-nosed creature performs
2: tricks and educates. <laughs> okay, oh, the fir- okay. well the first one is way too specific for you to have made up, I feel like. That's true. So I'm going to say.
0: So is the second one. (laughs) (laughs) All of them are way too specific.
1: Yeah.
2: I am going to say that the second one, the cartoon child being adopted, is the one that's made up. That's my guess. Wow,
0: that sounds
1: plausible to me. I um, I mean, that's essentially. I'm going to say that, if I'm not mistaken, except in reverse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say that one too, only because I. it's so specific, but it's one I feel I would have heard of if it was real.
1: Mm. There's some, there's a lot of stuff in the UK we never hear of over here. Uh, but okay, <laughs> they guard their secrets <laughs> jealously. Yeah, I, I think the hook nose uh, one, but I'm probably wrong. But I'm gonna say that's the one you made up. That's I've gotta, i gotta
3: tell you, they're all real.
1: Oh my god! god. Damn it! Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Oh my god. But that's... I thought you said blackface, though.
3: Oh! (laughs) This thing was on children's television. He was silent, he wore white rubber gloves, he performed magic
2: to educate us about... I don't know... Oh how oh, this happened. Guys, I, I think this is what Mac tonight looks like in his full phase.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> the final evolution, yeah.
0: Now I I know it's supposed to be the nostrils and the eyes, but the way I'm reading it or that the nostrils are the eyes, <laughs> yeah. and thus he has like a large, large growth coming out of his forehead and then two googly fish eyes coming out of his temples. So
3: <laughs> it's the fully coolie guy. Oh.
0: <laughs> What's his name?
3: Nosy bonk.
0: Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) He's an educational character who teaches children rhyming slags. (laughs) It isn't funny at all, but it cracks me
2: up. Nosy bonk. (laughs) Yep, that is so
3: so British. Uh, (laughs) We we are just abs we don't know how to take care of children. Have you seen (laughs) their
1: happens? Yeah, well, I know Punch and Judy is a horrifying puppet show full of murder and violence and the devil and things, and that's a children's, a beloved children's institution of the UK.
0: Yeah, but I feel that Punch and Judy is supposed to torment children.
1: Yeah, it's to scare them. Into it's theory. like after
0: you do Punch and Judy, you basically can justify anything. It's like, well, we've already gone this far.
3: <laughs> what, what, what's the worst we can do? I'm trying to think of the most outright Literally. fucked up one um, but from my childhood, and I just cannot. I mean, that's the, there's a couple of bits from Teletubbies that are really fucking weird. <laughs>
0: Also, like, all of Teletubbies. Yeah,
3: no, no, but like hauntingly disturbing,
2: <laughs> like creepy bastard Calver. Yeah, yeah,
3: actually, like there's 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 this there's, 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 there's like this lion and a bear. They're both like cardboard cutouts on wheels, and they talk in really sinister voices, and sh- oh, and dear. that just goes on for like like five minutes. <laughs>
1: There's, I don't think we compete with the UK, but there's a show I always loved growing up in Canada called "Read All About It," which a few people have discovered since uh, it's up on YouTube. It was an edu- it was also an educational show to ki- teach kids to read. But it had a, it was, it was as though it was directed by David Lynch. The atmosphere, like the music and the atmosphere, were exactly like the the the, the Black Lodge in in Twin Peaks, basically. <laughs> but
0: think we're close to wrapping it up yeah i think we're uh near the end
1: so thank you uh thank you very much uh will philby for being on the show and thank you jillian we we love having you guys here we really hope we can have you back sometime we always enjoy uh thanks to everyone for listening and and if you're listening live or if you're listening recorded either way so, uh, spare a glance up at the night sky, what you can see of it, through the gigantic reflective space ads, and, uh, cry real tears to feed your IBs, and, uh, and, uh... I
0: love that sentence!
1: And, uh, so have- make a- make a wish on a star with your eye- that you get rid of your IBs. And we'll see you all- no. in a couple weeks. Sorry, what? No!
0: The IBs <laughs> are my only friends now! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone, say good night to your IVs, and we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks. Good night. <laughs>